This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3186 for Monday the 19th of October 2020. Today's show is entitled, A Lightbulb Moment, Part 2. It is the 60th show of Mr. X, and is about 8 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, The History of Lighting. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Radio audience. My name is Mr. X and welcome to this podcast. As per usual, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making the service available to us all. It really is an invaluable service on these here intertubes. HPR is a community-led podcast provided by the community for the community. That means you can contribute to why don't you pick up a microphone and, and send something in. It's really easy. We've all got something that we can record on, something as simple as a mobile phone. Who's not got a smartphone these days? Me. But I'm sure I'm sure most of you lot will have one. Come on, pick up a microphone. You know you can. If you all did, we'd have enough shows. Right, anyway, well, this is uh, a second part of my light bulb moment uh, podcast uh, inspired by an email from Dave or Dave Morris. I thought uh, in this uh, second part I'd really uh, give a brief history of uh, of lighting because it's it's, uh, it's 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 quite quite surprising and quite fascinating really at least I think so. Uh, but then again, maybe I'm just a bit sad. Natural light first came from fire, then using oil and fat with a wick. Early candles used animal fat. This smelled awful and tended to spit. In some parts of the world, they used whole animals as candles. These early candles gave so little light that people generally just went to bed at sunset. Electric lighting started first by Humphrey Davy in the early 1800s using an arc. This was developed into commercial lighting in the 1840s. Arc lighting needed a complex mechanism to gradually push the contacts together as they burnt away. These arc lights, were, you probably saw these in uh, in films, in, in black and white films, um, 
maybe shining lights onto uh, um, planes up in the sky during uh, World War uh, Two or something like that, um, or maybe in a Godzilla film shining at the at the uh, Godzilla, something like that. It's, it's a it's a big uh, cylindrical, um, huge lamp, uh, very elaborate, very expensive, uh, and you know used an, an arc process like well arc welding. And the, uh, the the contacts basically burnt away as the the thing <clears throat> the thing was in operation, uh, making it uh, you know very complex to to keep the thing going. Gaslighting started around the eighteen fifties. Uh, this was improved in the eighteen seventies with the advent of the gas mantle. My only memory of gas mantles was uh, when we went uh, caravanning. And you had the gas uh, canister outside, and you had to uh, light it with a with a match. Thomas Edison developed the electric light bulb in 1879 using a carbon filament. It took a great deal of effort to convince people to use it because gas lighting was so well established and worked so well. Many households in Britain didn't install electric lighting until 1930s. Eventually. Electricity won, as it could be used for so many other things around the home. The tungsten filament bulb has a filament made of tungsten, as the name suggests, and it's made up of a coil of coils, a coil within a coil. Um, This is done because the more compactly a filament can be wound, the less heat is lost to the surroundings, and the brighter the bulb will glow. The next progression was a tungsten halogen bulb. These bulbs are more efficient and give out twice as much light as ordinary bulbs, and usually last twice as long. A major disadvantage with all filament lights is that they waste a lot of energy, producing heat. An ordinary light bulb only gives out about 10% of its energy as light, the rest is wasted as heat. Fluorescent neon lights were invented in 1905 by a Frenchman called Georges Claude. They were used for advertising, mainly in America. Yeah, these are the sort of um, traditional uh, sort of flickering, um, flashing lights you saw in shop windows and such like. And they, I don't know when when that would be. They were put to devastating use in America, all around America, really. Um, the first fluorescent light was introduced in 1939. It uses the same principle as a neon light but incorporates a filament at both ends. It is filled with argon and mercury vapour. It mainly gives off ultraviolet light. The tube is coated on the inside with its chemicals to convert the output to mostly visible light, using a property called fluorescence, hence the name. Fluorescent tubes are four times as efficient as normal incandescent light bulbs, and they run cool. The early energy-efficient light bulbs were just fluorescent lights folded into a compact bulb shape. Sodium lights used mainly in street lighting are twice as efficient again as fluorescent bulbs and they give off a rather horrible orange colour. Yeah, I can remember seeing these all over the place when I grew up. There's probably still some of them flickering away in street lamps uh, in the area but uh, there's more efficient lighting now so a lot of these have been replaced. The first commercial high-pressure sodium lamps were available in 1965 from companies in the United States, the United Kingdom, 
and the Netherlands. At introduction, a 400 watt lamp would produce around 100 lumens per watt. That references from uh, Wikipedia, which I'll obviously include in the show notes. The next big development was LED lighting, which I'll cover in the next episode, so stay tuned. Okay, that's about it for this episode. I hope you found it interesting. Um, and if you want to contact me, you can contact me at mrx at hpr at googlemail.com. That's mrx, at, hpr, the at symbol, googlemail.com. So until next time, thank you and goodbye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.